and welcome back to Real Clear with Dr. Klein, the crossroads of politics and psychology. If you would like to listen to ad-free episodes and have access to daily and weekly releases, essays, and other membership perks, and you also want to help in the production of this program, go to realclearpodcast.com and click subscribe. There are a lot of places in this world where you can put your money, and so I thank you for considering membership to realclearpodcast.com. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Good morning, folks. It is Thursday, September 14th, 2023. I've just finished having my coffee with Maverick in the front, and he monitors the landscape for animals, and I monitor our politics for animals. And we're talking about the impeachment process this morning. Okay, let's start from a a few different bases here. When asked about this uh, impeachment process, President Biden stared off into space confused. That's more of the same. So I could say the impeachment process of former President Biden, because I think he left office a while ago, and it's not clear who's running the show at this point. Uh, as I'd mentioned in a previous episode, he just walked off the stage at the Medal of Honor ceremony. Uh, he did not attend 9-11. Instead, he stayed in Anchorage, and likely because he couldn't make the trip across the country because he was coming from a bit further away. Okay, so uh, what are we doing with this impeachment process? I worry that the country has just slipped into an unpragmatic realm. The impeachments against former President Trump were not pragmatic in basis, meaning they were not meant to actually remove the president from office, if you're coming from a rational standpoint. And most of the Congress people who were waging that war, I, I think, are, are not stupid people, most, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Most of them knew it was a political operation meant to uh, sway public opinion against the former president. They uh, succeeded to some degree. Now, is the same thing going to happen against Biden? Remember, in the impeachment against Trump, the um, Durham report has outlined very clearly that there was no evidentiary basis for it. Uh, the Steele and Deschenko dossiers were really nonsense. Steele may have well. It's testified that he may well have been paid a million dollars for his interview. That was a substantive basis for some of the claims against Trump by the Clinton campaign, by the way. Okay, most people are not paying attention to that. It's as though that's just some sort of uh, historical fact from yesteryear. Pretty significant historical fact, my God. Steele and Deschenko were enlisted from the Clinton campaign. That's how they got off the ground as a major part of those impeachment processes. And Adam Schiff used them in these sort of cloak-and-dagger claims against Trump uh, in a totally fallacious manner and was never called to the grill for that. Just He was just uh, left to bumble along as he does. He's one of the ridiculous people that I'd like to address after I go through this analysis of the impeachment process. Okay, now, there is a statement from the White House and generally from the left right now that makes no sense, and it is as follows. The claims made by Speaker McCarthy have not been proven. Folks, that's the purpose of an impeachment inquiry, is to provide an evidentiary basis for claims being made. It is a stupid reaction and or a manipulative reaction. The purpose of an inquiry is to provide substanti substantive evidence of the claims being made. You never have claims proven prior to an inquiry. Okay, let's move on from there. The next thing I'm worried about is that the Republicans right now are becoming as 
mm, pursuing and warring against Biden as the Democrats were against Trump. So how do we measure whether that's likely true? I think we measure that by asking ourselves, is there a likelihood that an impeachment could be successful through having the votes necessary for a, uh, a vote against the president? The answer is no. Even and also GOP congresspeople who are looking at this in a sober and judicious fashion understand and have vocalized this is unlikely to go anywhere. So what then is the purpose? Is an impeachment now just an, a, another mechanism of our politics to expose aspects of a president that we don't like? And there are plenty of aspects of Biden that we don't like, that I don't care for, that I despise, actually. I think the man is actually quite cruel. I think he's indecent. It's not to say that I think Trump is decent or laudable at all. Uh, don't make that kind of, um, that kind of parallel, okay? that kind of dialectical. It's not where we're going. You have to be able to hold two thoughts in your head at once, folks. One is a comment against Biden is not a comment for Trump. All right, let's try to be, let's try to be advanced beings here. We can do this. So the claims against President Biden are as follows, broadly. I'm not looking at any kind of rap sheet here. Uh, that he was engaged in a diffuse, behind-the-scenes uh, amplification of power for his son Hunter in his foreign business dealings. He was on the phone occasionally during Biden, or uh, yeah, Biden, Hunter Biden's business dealings, especially with Burisma, in a sort of like, well, yes, I'm here, and isn't it nice weather, and so forth. And then uh, uh, Hunter would say to his foreign business partners, you see, I can get my father on the phone, that's the vice president. There were shell companies, as well as multiple bank accounts and pseudonym emails that were used to usher money from foreign foreign operators into, quote, the Biden families, unquote, accounts. Now, that does need to be detailed out. I, I do think the American public needs to understand what money came from who and then went to who. Okay, and Biden, Hunter Biden, details in emails, this is provably true, in emails that his income went into a certain proportion to his father during the years when his father was vice president. That needs to be detailed out very clearly. Okay, so those are real bases of this impeachment process that are valid and do need to be pursued. But there is a broader issue here that I, I, I'm worried about. Some of uh, the Speaker McCarthy's claims have an eerie ring, like the claims being made against Trump right now. The claims against Trump rest on RICO statutes in Atlanta and federally, and they go as follows. Remember, a RICO statute, a racketeering charge, is that someone hasn't committed any singular crime to a great degree, but when taken together, their activities over a certain period of time point toward a theater of crime. What did McCarthy say about Biden? He said, when taken together, these activities create a culture of corruption. Are we getting to uh, behave somewhat like the Democrats against Trump, and is that a good idea? Maybe it is. Maybe there are wiser political minds than mine who think that holding the, Dem the Democrats accountable to the same kind of warfare is necessary to balance the political machine, to show that you've got teeth as well. I don't know. That's where we can all have our opinions. But it worries me that we have descended into a political vengeance machine where each side simply wages 
a hunt against the other president and that this is going to typify each person who holds office for, well, the next phase of time, however long that's going to be. And who do we have in Congress, uh, our sober and judicious representatives in Congress? Well, I like people like Dan Crenshaw from Texas. He's an incredible representative. He is blazingly intelligent. He testifies and, and speaks publicly in such a clear, incisive manner. But he's one in a sea of people who don't seem to have any semblance of reason and rational discourse. I mean, look recently at Lauren Boebert, the uh, representative from Colorado on the Republican side. She was recently kicked out of a theater in Denver for singing along, vaping, making out with her boyfriend, and taking videos. Yeah, we've got a term for that. I won't, uh, <laughs> I won't bandy to put it out, but we've got a term for that. And she was kicked out and jeered at the ushers and, and you know who I am, etc. This is the kind of person that we have in Congress these days. You have Marjorie Taylor Greene, who shows up at the State of the Union address, uh, dressed like she's going out to some kind of strip club, and yells at the president. All right. And then on the left side of the spectrum, it's very easy to pick on AOC, but she deserves it. She says so many stupid things, so many self-righteous, outlandish things that are almost unparalleled in the world of politics that it's hard for me to pick them out. Remember when she uh, was speaking about Amazon coming to New York City? And this is a woman with an economics degree from a very good school, by the way, uh, said that those tax revenues should be going somewhere else. <laughs> One of the stupidest things. I have heard in my lifetime coming from someone in political office. She didn't even recognize that the tax revenues that she was referring to were a hypothetical contingent on the actual profit of the company, that without them, there is no revenue. It's not like there's just money sitting there in some bucket somewhere that you're going to give a company in terms of subsidies or disperse in terms of revenues to the community. This woman has no reason to exist in the world of politics other than vanity. So we don't have many Crenshaws. We don't have many people like Joe Manchin, a sober and judicious person coming from the Democrat side. I actually don't know why he hasn't just switched over to the Republicans. He doesn't have anything in common with the Democrats. So we should be worried about where our politics are going. We don't have reasonable, pragmatic people waging the political campaigns anymore. And I think post-Newt Gingrich in, in the Congress with Clinton, we set a precedent for impeachments to be taken as a mechanism of political vengeance. That's where we are right now. And uh, so what can I say? This is another troubling aspect of our world, of our politics, and we're here to talk about it. Well, weigh in if you'd like. Get on realclearpodcast.com and comment on this post, and let's see where it goes. Thanks for listening, folks. I'll be with you soon, and as always, be well.